1: I certainly knew that I was going to die someday. But what I didn't know is how I would respond. Because sure, I, like all the things I thought I'd be worried about were not really on the list. <laughs>
0: This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Padilla because sometimes existing is exhausting. Hello, Hello, Hank Green. Yeah. It's hard to even describe what you are popular for because there are so many things. I don't like to do one thing. Yeah, a little I bit like of everything. To do lots of things. Some people might know you from Vlogbrothers. Yeah. Some people might know you from your many amazing crash courses that help them get through high school and college. Yeah. Some people might know you as a co-founder of VidCon. Uh-huh. Some people people might know you from writing two books. Yeah. Some people might might know you as the Bill Nye for the modern era, <laughs> uh, which I know that you deny. I think there's a lot of Bill Nye's for the modern era. Uh, we can share sure? The, load, okay, the Sure. Okay. large load. We love large loads. I know. Me too. The biggest thing that I know you for is the guy that I smoked weed with six years ago. What? When did I smoke weed with you? You remember that? What? <laughs> We were in we were in Brooklyn for a uh, oh, New York. Yeah, uh, it was uh, like a YouTube thing. YouTube thing. Yeah, yeah. It was a fun night. We just walked around. I was a weed newbie. Yeah, and, you were a uh, new to weed. Yeah, it was good. It was a good time. Good laughs. Good conversations. Yeah. I was before COVID. That was before cancer. Yeah, before TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! It was. It was. It was. Yeah. But everything in your life has shifted since then. Yeah, I mean, in a lot of like, I don't know. Yeah, uh,
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like the same guy, but of course you do, right? The sort of opportunities that this... Job affords is really important to like take a chance and like remember like the cool things that you've gotten to do. Mm-hmm. And I remember like I remember like walking out on like a rooftop deck in I don't know if you're we in Brooklyn and like looking out over the New York City skyline and being like, this is wild that I'm here right now. And with all these cool people and like having these cool conversations and and like we're sort of trying to remake media from the ground up, and no one understands what it's going to be. We don't understand what we're doing. We don't what know what we're be. doing. Yeah, I've always felt like I was in the room with legends when, I, when I'm making,
0: when i like hanging out with YouTubers. It and is I've, interesting speaking with other people who have been on the platform for so long. Did you get started in 2006 or 2007?
1: I uploaded my first video January 1st, 2007.
0: Everything was completely different. There still aren't any rules, but there were definitely no rules then. It was like, make it
1: up. Well, know. yeah, like the idea that someone would spend time Making a video. Well, there
0: was no money to be made then. Yeah, it was so, impossible to make money. Yeah.
1: So like you like, why would you spend extra time making it?
0: And then like if you p- people put a little bit of effort in, it, it was like, what is this? Yeah. I just love talking with people who who have been around. Like, I it's weird to say trailblazing because it, it kind of means that I do the same thing too. But like trailblazing yeah. in so many different areas. And like you said, you're excited about doing so many things, so you can't just stick to one specific. I'm not a
1: st- i I'm not good at sticking to one thing, and I've like I. It's not a strategy. Right. I don't think it's better. Mm-hmm. It's just like I've
0: just accepted that it's who I am. Well, you're following what excites you, right? Yeah. You're following what, what you have passion for, and yeah. you're in LA right now uh, doing stand-up. Yeah, which seems so far. I know you. On the you even side. saying it, I'm like, <laughs> wow. Like, yeah. shut up. Like that can't. It can't be you're, a thing I'm doing. I was there last night yeah. watching your show. It was a sold-out comedy club with yeah. 500 people there attending. That day. it was. Yeah. It was loud. Everyone was so excited. You are. Very, very, very funny. I know that you were like, I don't see myself as a stand up comedian. I'm not Well a you say you have to say it on stage. Do you have you felt it? Do you feel like you right. are a stand-up comedian now? Look, I don't know.
1: It's a, <laughs> it's it's a really like it's a world that I love very much. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like I have appreciated it for externally for a long time. Like I have sent my my show, like just cell phone videos to a couple of stand-up comedians who I really respect. And they're like, This is like this is stand-up. Like yeah. you're good at this. And uh, you you, like it's wild how natural you seem on that stage. The other thing separating me is that it's really hard, and I don't, I can't do it the way that it's done in the industry. It's just like so exhausting.
0: Yeah, you said that you enter a fugue state when you're up there on stage, and you don't, you can't think about anything. It just goes. It just happens. It just goes.
1: It just yeah. And I like people are like, how would the show go? I'm like, literally, no idea. I will listen to the. I wasn't there. I wasn't out like, there. I don't, I don't. I will know what happened when yeah. I listen to it.
0: I feel like that with a lot of things that are very that I'm very nervous about. Yeah. Would you say that you're nervous going up there? Oh Is that- yeah.
1: I'm extremely nervous, uh, all day, leading up leading to it. Leading up to it. And yeah. then once I'm on stage, I'm not nervous unless something starts going wrong, and then I get extremely nervous very quickly.
0: I've been trying to figure out how to not because it's a it's a similar theme with all the things that I'm nervous about. Oftentimes, like driving over here to shoot these interviews, I'm nervous as fuck. Yeah. And then I get down, I sit down, yeah. it's fine. Mm-hmm. How do you skip that phase? Like, is, I there, don't is know. there a shortcut to skip if that phase? If you find out, let me know. Because it always ends up being fine, right? <laughs> and then you're always nervous though. I think like,
1: I, th- I th- the only way I've gotten around it is like when I'm on tour, by the, like the fifth night, it's less scary.
0: You know what, today it was a lot easier driving over here because I had just done a couple interviews yesterday. Yeah. But before that, it had been like a three or four week break. Yeah. And then it like, it's like I enter yeah. infancy, and I'm like, I'm not capable anymore. I lost it, you know. Yeah,
1: but also that stuff wor- like it works in your favor, I think, sometimes. Because then you're like focused on like, what do I need? What what are the areas that I'm most worry about? How do I address those areas? Well, I wonder if that's there's a how way, I work anyway. Like, I wonder I, if there's a way to get
0: there though without yeah, like the I don't know.
1: I think if I wasn't freaked out, I wouldn't rehearse. So it helps. It's there for Like I'm driving around LA, like doing my show in the car. And then my GPS is like, you missed the exit, like two exits ago, man. What are you doing? I entered the fugue state at the wrong
0: time. It's a very vulnerable show.
1: Yeah. And I think that absolutely, like getting up close to borders and like seeing where they are and what they are uh, is interesting. And I've there's actually a fair amount of comedy that that like gets up against like, what is like sickness? Like, what is death? Like, like that's... To me, especially with like young people, and I consider myself sort of like just having gotten done with being young. Um, you just finished yeah, this year, yeah, like yeah, last yeah. year, I, right, right around May of last <laughs> yes, year. Yes, I stopped you stopped being young. young.
0: Yeah. Does that make you old, or like are you in it's this just, like middle stage?
1: I don't know. We don't need to okay. figure it out right now. We don't need to put labels on it. <laughs> I just I'm, I think it's safe to say. Yeah. I'm not I'm not young anymore. Yeah. Um, and to think about and talk about illness. And, uh, and serious illness and like the stuff that like we don't like to think about it. So like sort of put West, it in yeah. people's face a little bit. It's and, a
0: taboo topic.
1: Yeah. Like I would have moments where I'd write a joke and then I would do the joke and people would not laugh because it is, it's like too close to the line. But then I could sort of like take, the, take that, even if they don't laugh and use it to be, to like talk about their own discomfort, That's and true. that doesn't need to like comedy doesn't need to be funny every fifteen seconds. I it should, like-
0: there should be seconds where it is. <laughs> there should be parts where it is. <laughs> At least but, laugh once. Yeah, but, <laughs> but I, I do feel like that yeah. is uh, something that new comedians might run into is they might feel like you need to make someone laugh like every five seconds there's a laugh. And you, will, I mean,
1: you honestly laughing. like you. I go through and I, I listen, and I listen for any period of time where it goes more than 15 seconds without a laugh.
0: Oh, you like replay the Yeah, and I look recording. at those
1: spots and I decide whether they're worth it or not. It's like not. the audience retention on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you don't want to lose an audience <laughs> when they're in the room with you. Yeah, yeah, that's it's one thing course. when they could click away. Yeah, it's like, oh, is the algorithm not satisfied? I guess I'll make another YouTube video. Yeah. If, if the people in the room aren't satisfied, you're like, I guess thanks for the money.
0: <laughs> if they're getting up and leaving, that's yeah. an issue. You used this, this stand-up, uh, Almost, it seems like as a means to to keep a journal- It's actually uh, where it came from. To document your journey of, yeah. of g- going through, uh, you know, finding out that you had cancer, getting chemo, recovering, yeah. even down to the moment where you, you have to tell your wife, you have to tell your mom, you have to tell your child and what their reactions were like. Mm-hmm. And those are such difficult things that I feel like most people would want to forget they would want to be like la 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 didn't happen you know and in in this case you're you're documenting
1: yeah almost if I didn't document it my brain would decide to forget it's like I don't want that and there's a bunch of stuff that because when you're on chemo you're like so foggy anyway mm -hmm. it's like being hungover forever but worse and I was journaling during it and I, I was so bad at remembering that a lot of the comedy came from Reading those, that, those journal, and I was like, "That's a good joke that I wrote in the journal to myself that I don't remember writing."
0: And then you're like, "Huh? Oh, I wrote that? <laughs> I wrote, that was me." Yeah. You were saying that some things also in the moment you knew they were funny, but other yeah. times it was thinking back. On oh, them. for that sure. Funny. Yeah. Yeah, like it was not funny at all when my we were telling my son that I had cancer. There
1: was no. You found a way <laughs> to get no, laughs on stage, know, though yeah. somehow. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like that's yeah, it's yeah. obviously a horrible thing, and you're you found a way to to mesh. Your your struggles and, and the trauma, and even down to, to suicidal thoughts. Like you yeah. found a way to, to talk about these real aspects mm-hmm. of going through something like that, and make it funny and accessible. I think that's the biggest thing: is that it's not just about being funny; it's about being accessible. It's about finding the, the way to deliver this this yeah. kind of information in a way that doesn't feel like, "Ooh, this is a lot." It's yeah. like it's broken up. Yeah, for last.
1: sure. I, it's really changed like in me and in ways that I like part of you know in some ways I don't like you know like I'm much more anxious now Mm. uh and like I'm trying to work through that and yeah so it's it's a whole thing that and I feel like uh part of that honestly is just feeling almost like this is impossible this isn't a thing that happens to people But it is like it's like obviously a thing that happens to people. It happens to people all the time. It's just like it doesn't get discussed enough. And I, to some extent, I think that we still have almost like collective trauma uh, from, you know, obviously cancers are still very dangerous diseases. But like it's a lot different than it used to be. Mm -hmm. And like chemotherapy is a lot different than it used to be and like it is obviously awful, but like symptoms are more easily controlled now Like some and like people have very different experiences. So you don't know what you're gonna get We don't we don't have these conversations enough. We don't like it just like I had people immediately the moment I had cancer like think oh, he's like, that's a death sentence. Yeah. And it's 2024. Like that, like sometimes, but not all the time. And like also a death sentence five years from now
0: is, that's a lot of life. I think it's really important what you're doing because cancer is something that's so taboo that that the information is not being yeah. absorbed. It's, it's sure maybe it's like out there in some yeah. sense, but people aren't receiving it. Mm-hmm. So in this sense, you're finding a way to to say, hey, you can recover from
1: this. This is a shocking stat that I found as I was doing research about this is that the cancers that are most likely to result in suicide are the most curable cancers Mm. because they are cancers in young people, specifically young men and young men don't necessarily have, like, they don't have the experience, not, or, or young people generally aren't, like, ready to for, like, a big change in their life. They're like, that's not how, what I imagined my life was gonna be. Like, I don't want that new life. And even though, like, there's a really high chance that in six months they're gonna be back to normal, they can't imagine having to be the person who's suddenly dependent on a bunch of other people or yeah. who has to have a testicle removed or like all this stuff that just like all this baggage comes along with it and they're like that's not who i want to be i don't want to be this person who's a weight on other people around me i was i was so surprised i would have assumed that like of course the cancers that are most likely to be to result in suicide are going to be the ones that are most devastating and most likely to
0: kill you but like it's not the case it's the young people who the young people never saw their life going yeah. that way there's a point in your show where, where you talk about how you wish that you could almost split into two and have one part of you go through all the chemo, go through all the growth, go through everything that would result in yeah. basically who yeah. you are today. Uh-huh. And the other part would just get to go to sleep and wake up and then merge or kill that other version yeah. of you. Yeah, and be like, I don't need him. Don't <laughs> yeah, to yeah.
1: That. That's, it's great. It's gonna, I'm going to learn so much about myself. It's going to be great to do cancer. That's No, I don't. I absolutely, I would murder that I would just let him
0: do it and murder him. And, and then you would back be. back my normal, happy life where I'm not scared all the time about my health. You mentioned that. Uh, going through this was just such a reminder of your mortality. Sure. Do you think that's one of the bigger shifts?
1: Yeah, here's the thing. Like, I certainly knew that I was gonna die someday. I always knew that. But what I didn't know uh, is how I would respond when that was like a more present feeling. That like Mm -hmm. the things I was, like what I actually was worried about, I was surprised. Mm -hmm. I thought I'd be more worried about my businesses. I thought Uh... I'd be more sort of like, like FOMO for the future, like not getting to see whatever happens next in astronomy or The AI kill us. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great to witness, right? I thought you were talking about the CIA for a second. Oh, when I said you said C oh, A I kill us? Oh, C A I, and I was like, is the C A is the C I A? Yeah, I just got the C? Do you mean the CIA? What did we do? Yeah, yeah, we don't talk about we we don't talk about the CIA enough. Yeah, I I was I was worried about like. Like, what, like, like, what's my family going to do without me? Like, I feel needed in that environment. And if I'm not in that environment, like, they're going to have to figure it out. So, I, like, want to make sure that they're, like, to to the extent I can support them while I'm here, I should. And then, and I, and, like, the thing I was, like, really messed up about is, like, not getting to see my son grow up. Mm -hmm. Which is, like, like like, I even, thinking about it. Like mm-hmm. it was like, that's, the, that's, the, that's the, the best. Like I'll talk to people who are like, have adult kids and I'm like, that must be awesome. It's just awesome to think like this kid, you know, he's seven and like someday he's gonna be out there in the world, like falling in love and do it. And like, that's just like so mad at his boss about something <laughs> like whatever just it the is. the mundane. Uh, yeah, kind of it's just so good. Moments as well. To know that that's like a, that that's
0: coming. And that was one of the, the harder aspects was oh, kind it's of,
1: like the, the thing that I was like, I felt like I needed to think about it.
0: That's that's shifted your perspective. And yeah, because I it. like all the things I thought I'd be worried about were not really on the list. Mm. It seems like it pushed you to try some new things like stand up. Do you think that you would have yeah. you would have tried it? I know. I yeah. It's a wild thing. I have no idea when I decided to do stand up comedy.
1: I was too out of it. Like when I decided, I was like, I'm going to write this down. And then when I like reached out to some comedian friends of mine who are in, in town with uh, in Missoula and I was like, do you think I could do this? I have no idea when any of that happened. <laughs> what I was thinking
0: is gone. It's like you, you woke, woke up in, one day. I was in
1: chemo fe- fe- head. Well, I woke up one day and I was like, Ah, oh, there's a bunch of videos of me doing stand-up. So like
0: literally in the moment, do you think it's also the state of trying something so new that makes you so nervous that disconnects you? Yeah, dissociates maybe. Associates you from it a little
1: bit? Like, yeah, for sure. Uh, and And also, it's a you know, I, I don't know if this is true for everybody, but like when I'm on stage, I don't make memories. There's too much going on. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the next thing. I'm trying to perform, I'm trying to read the audience. There's so much going on with like the, whatever part of your brain might be devoted to trying to actually record that
0: data, yeah, not functioning. I feel like, things would be very different for you right now if you didn't have the outlet.
1: Yeah, yeah, I feel really grateful for that. I feel really grateful for having like a wildly large community of people supporting me and like had no idea what it would be like to sort of tell the world, be like, okay, well, like I couldn't not say because I was gonna have to take breaks and I was gonna lose my hair, so like, it wasn't an option to not be public about it. But then I think it was Greg from Kinda Funny Games He had the same kind of cancer as me, Mm. like 10 10 years ago or so. And I reached out to Greg specifically for that reason. And I was like, I'm just worried that I'm like gonna become the cancer guy. Like Like, I'm gonna gonna be like a cancer influencer now. And I don't wanna like, I wanna be like the silly, funny, goofy science guy. And that's what I've been working toward. And like, I love that job. And it's people see me that way. And I don't want them to see me as like the guy who got cancer and he's like doing that. And he was like, first of all, buddy, I think you, I don't think you have to worry about that. Like, I think that people will see you and and like, once you're through this, which you're probably gonna get through it, people don't think about my cancer anymore. Mm. It was just like, true. Like, no one thinks about his cancer anymore. Um, But like, secondly, uh, it turned out, I was like, within a month, I was like, I'm the cancer guy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you volunteered that. Yeah. But, yeah. I was I was like, like I want like, to, right? <laughs> yeah. I like, like, I realized I was like, wait a second, science is happening to me. Oh, <laughs> uh, you almost found a way to use
0: yeah. it as a driving force, or at least a foundation for being who you've always wanted yeah. to be. You've found a way to subtly like, uh, give some answers to the, to the misinformation as well. And in yeah. some sense, be an example of, this is how your life could be. Yeah. If, if like this happens to you.
1: Yeah. You- it sucks. It sucks. But like, is life, you know, and like it doesn't like it doesn't end, and like there's fun the whole time. Like even on my worst days, there were chuckles, you know, like there were there were things. That's hard that though me for joy.
0: I'm sure for many people, but yeah. how do you, how do you think you found a way to have that? that well, chuckle? I
1: mean, one things felt like they were working, you know, it seemed like the chemo was working. Yeah. So like like I I, I don't want to put myself in other people's shoes. Like it's different situations for different people, but from the beginning I could almost immediately tell that the, the swell, like the areas that my cancer was in were getting smaller. Mm. Um, they're not technically tumors, which I didn't say that, but basically tumors. Yeah. I know too many things. <laughs> um, fact check, uh, fact, <laughs> fact check that, please. And so like, there's that, that it felt like it was going, kind of going in the right direction, but also I think it's just like, you've, like you're like a person and you're living a life.
0: You brought up how you, you know, you, you'll get you'll likely get through it, at least, you know, in your case, you'll you'll likely get through it and life will be different. You can't say if it's worse or better, (laughs) life will be different. It's different. Yeah. It's different. And there is that when you're doing something that matters a lot to you, there's this anxiety, there's this nervousness, there's this worry that's attached to it. But with a lot of these things, you know, if it's something fun like stand up, you can experience all those things and it it ends up being okay, but there's signals for you to, to, to practice, to beware, to mm-hmm. to pay attention, and a lot can be said about about pain and all that as well. But it almost feels like that is a one to one metaphor for life in many ways. It's there. There will be there. There are things that you care a lot about. You know, in your situation, obviously you care about being healthy, yeah. and you're worried the whole time. It ends up in your case being. Okay, if we could skip the step of worrying and, and, and find a way to be, to be confident in, in the yeah. outcome. Well, I
1: mean, I've had therapy now, which I had never done before. You had uh, never done therapy before. No. And uh, And I. so you probably will be familiar with some things I wasn't familiar with. but Sure. Uh, the, just the idea that the anxiety is trying to tell you something. Mm-hmm. You know, it's speaking to something and you can't be like, Shh go away, I don't
0: want you, Right. which is mostly my strategy. Right, and you know, it's uh, not this that you're doing, it's this that you're doing, yeah, it's still it's, in there. and yeah. not getting rid of it, it. There. it's somewhere. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, and in, instead being like, what are you worried about? And it being like, but this, and I'm like, that's a good, that's important, you're right. That's mm-hmm. an important thing. And even if you can't do anything about it, just being like, yes, you, like there's a, like, but weirdly, sometimes, it's not important. I've had that, where it's like, ah, and I'm like, what are you? And it's like this, and I'm like, that's not a thing. That's that's fake, you made that up. And it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. But, but that's uh, that's my former life. <laughs> uh, now now it's like, you know, secondary cancers relapse. And I'm like, yeah, no, that's real concerns. We have to be worried about that. And, and like, uh, you know, we can't be focused on that all the time.
0: It's interesting that you bring that up. It's like, this is a worry, it's there. You And you mentioned this in your stand-up, you can't control your thoughts. You can't control and your thoughts. The I thoughts mean, just happen. You get to control how you react to it. You get to decide how you react. To yeah,
1: it. it's really, it's really a stand-up special about how uh, consciousness is an illusion, and so is the self. Mm-hmm. But we don't, we don't need to tell That's people good that. That's the tagline. We don't know, I would, that. I would watch it because of that. Honestly,
0: <laughs> I'm into that tagline. Yeah, you started on YouTube as an educator. No. No. What, what What did you start as? Uh, just just, what what people, we'll just a, fucking vlogger,
1: a fucking vlogger, man. Just a
0: fucking vlogger. Just a fucking vlogger. No education there whatsoever. <laughs> just fucking talking. <laughs> just fucking mouth moving, and yeah. God knows what else. No, I mean,
1: I guess what we started as, and so we were super inspired by Zay Frank mm-hmm. uh, and his his 2006 The Show. And what that what was interesting there is like he was like, I'm gonna make stuff every day, and and like everything I do is going to be informed by the feedback that I get, and because that cycle is so fast, it's like
0: video comments, video comments, video comments. It's the first time. It's that, so. Cool. It seems like such a normal concept now. Yeah. But, and that is also what drove Ian and I in our early days to do our yeah. sketches, where is that feedback comment loop? Mm-hmm. And it it seems so normal now, but that was one of the biggest things that drew me to the platform. Yeah. Instant feedback. Mm-hmm. You go and make something else. You've learned mm-hmm. something. Yeah. You know, and you don't get that privilege with with other forms of media that, that existed at the time.
1: Yeah. And it also means that like you see them as a part of the creation. Mm. We're like, that's the that's the thing that's super sparkly for us is like what are we doing with these people, not what are we doing for these people. Mm. And uh, and so like we the first year we made a video every weekday, we'd trade off days. Mm-hmm. So like some days would be three a week, some days would be two. And it was like that, like having to make that much content meant that we were not educators but we made some educational videos I mean, we weren't like i wasn't a musician but i was doing some songs one of john's first videos he uh did like sort of a explainer and he was talking about like the current situation like political situation in nepal Mm -hmm. while eating toilet paper and i'm like because we were like i don't know what youtube videos are
0: They're like no one's gonna, no one's gonna watch a video about Nepal. You gotta do yeah. something interesting. To, like- let's see. Let's go to the My Strange Addiction uh, page and see, see what people did there. Okay. Yes, yeah. it, it was between that or, or, or eating Ajax. So I'm yeah. glad you yeah. chose, yeah. chose. He ate five sheets of to toilet paper okay. and he, he sort of like went
1: in on what's up up in Nepal, at the same time.
0: The same I, we just want views, man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anything so, for
0: views has always been a concept, I guess. Yeah,
1: we just did whatever was interesting, and we have to make when you have to make that many pieces of content, you end up kind of finding. it. You right? find things, mm. and one of the things that we found was the educational videos did well, but they were a lot of work. But you you slowly did evolve into doing more and more of that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So YouTube gave us some money. Oh, is that? you how remember you the original programming it? grant thing that they did? YTOP. We got some money from that, and that's and and we were like, well. These videos do really well, but we can't do them with just one person because we're like, you know, you, you work on it for a week. And if you're trying to do that five times a week, then you have to have five weeks to make one week of content and it doesn't yeah. work. Um, the So we got money so we could hire people to help us do it. Mm-hmm. And that became SciShow and Crash Course. And then from there, all of what our company that makes that is called Complexly.
0: Mm-hmm. And Complexly makes a bunch of shows now. So did, was Complexly founded because of that? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. A lot of those things, a lot of those funded projects ended up not going anywhere. But you, yeah. Some
1: uh, funny. F- most of the ones that were done by YouTubers
0: actually did end
1: up becoming. It was the other were, people that there were a lot of yeah. Hollywood production companies that got that money and were like, "Thank you for this money. The moment it runs out, we have other things that we'd like
0: to." Yeah, do. yeah. It was a great program. It, it set up a lot of things, and uh, I know Crash Course specifically resonated. Helped so many people like even even here on on, yeah. on this set a lot of people here like I was I yeah. was there
1: a lot of people work really hard to make those videos so that's where you really kind of
0: honed in on education
1: yeah it seemed like it, if there was gonna thing that we were gonna focus on it seemed it seemed like one we had the ability to like we we found that we were good at it and the audiences liked it uh, which are both very important and and two
0: um, it was good you know, it was like a positive thing to put into the world. It's kind of that Venn diagram. Like, I like to do it. Audience enjoys it, and it is a quality product. Yeah, and it's and it's not actively destructive to the world. Right. Which yes. some YouTubers are like, I don't need yeah, that we one. don't need that. <laughs> that piece of the pie is just gone. <laughs> seven seven billion Orbeez dumped on this lawn. I don't know <laughs> what happens to Na- it. Nature will find a way it'll, to deal with the Orbeez. Yeah, it'll. <laughs> Become part of the earth again in 7,000 uh,
1: billion I
0: don't I don't think year. Orbeez are actually that bad for them. Nah, earth. nah. That was just an example. But there, but there's definitely <laughs> yeah. um there was definitely a phase. Yeah.
1: There's a lot of kind of prank videos where I was like, oh man, I think that I thought YouTube was
0: good. Yeah. <laughs> the content that you guys were making and other YouTubers, I was like, oh, I, I get it. This this is a place where people can learn. And it's interesting how the platform has shifted in a way where like my dad is like Looking up how to do whatever oh, yeah. around the house, and yeah. like people that I know who do not consume YouTube as entertainment mm. utilize it as mm. an education platform yeah. or for how-to, and it seems like it's it's so integrated into every different type of person now. It's super interesting. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, YouTube loves to tout its stats on how many of the of the video views are educational in some way, and also like you can loop a lot into that. You know. Like yeah. you can, we'll make a
0: tutorial into that, and guess yeah. you, know, you can you, look up um, yeah. all the people that I interviewed. That became Flat Earthers because of you two.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a, you're learning something. <laughs> <laughs> I learned something. Changed I, my life. A great deal of information.
0: Yes. Now, yes. Regardless of quality, did enter me. Right, and that's that's one of the, the things that you frequently go back to, is fact check, fact check, fact, fact check. That is yeah. that is almost
1: part of the Hank Green brand. Yeah, no, I've said some things that I'm going to fact check in this episode. Already?
0: Before, yeah, before I... Okay, are you going to walk off and come back? Well, no, I'll make you edit it out if I said something wrong. Okay, good. So all those weird times where there's hard cuts that don't make any sense. Misinformation is… it's a plague. With every single thing that catches on, every single thing that has something that is so good about it, there is an equal bit of danger slash negativity that comes with it.
1: Yeah, it really pushed me to like look back at previous like huge disruptions in communications technology specifically. So like we think of the most powerful technologies as being like weapons, you know, like nuclear bombs, uh, tanks, uh, even like swords or like like mounted mounted warriors, like in the, so like all these things, big, but like, by far, the most disruptive technologies are in the way that we talk to each other. The thing that we're doing right now, like we like we vastly underestimate how weird it is. It's like I'm flapping my tongue, and like noise is coming out of my mouth, and like word, like thoughts are now I, in I do your not head like to think about. Mind. I do not <laughs> like
0: to think about. And it's just the vibrations in the air. It's just vibrations in the air, and, and they're tickling they, something in my brain. Yeah, and as it gets in there, and I'm, I'm converting like, well, it into I, information, I, and I, now
1: it's a memory. I agree with your vibrations.
0: <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> you know what? You got good vibes. Like. I agree I with those vibes. those vibes. I think those vibrations are right. I feel your vibes right now. Yeah, they interact well. I guess it is just, it's all vibes. It's
1: all as vibes. the as the kids have been saying, it's, it's, it's all vibes. It's all
0: vibes. They were right the whole time. I don't think kids, kids say that anymore though. But those kids. The? the those kids are, that the, did say that. There are kids that have said that. They were right. Yes, the vibes kids. <laughs>
1: Yeah. The, the thing that like makes me terrified and gives me hope in this situation is that like now we're in the situation where like power dynamics are sort of struggling to figure out what to do with the new communications technology. And what gen- tends to happen is like things get really messy yeah. for a while. I don't know how long a while is. I hope it's faster than it was. We're in there. the messy, right? We're in the messy. Yeah. We like when we started making YouTube videos. We were not in the messy. We were mm. in this like cute little spot. We were like, this is so much fun. And that is uh, why it's
0: so nostalgic for me. Yeah. Because the internet was just a playground for fun. Yeah. Just like yeah, yeah. It you know, so the fun. internet. Yeah, so it's fun pretty and stupid. fun. It's, it's stupid
1: fun. and fun, and we were yeah. just having stupid fun I, together. I go there when I want to yeah. learn and have yeah. fun. And now people are like, the truth that the government doesn't want you to know. Yeah. And it's like, that's not. That is what's happening. But then. We look back and nobody's like, boy, it's a bad thing that books happened. That's you know? true.
0: You do see the the overall, the good outshines yeah. in like the books, long it's, run. The world is better with books. Yeah, And I think that the world is better or at least will be better. Because with of the sort
1: of many to many communication, whatever it is that we call it, it
0: is thing. tough though because there are more like there's 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 this crazy messy period, and then there's an equilibrium. Yeah, right. And there's more things being introduced before the equilibrium has been found. That's what scares me. Found That's the previous th- yeah. technology. Yeah, to
1: to go to like have to be in the messy part. Of the, of the communications revolution of many-to-many communication. And then to add a new revolution of non-human communicators, I'm like, that seems like also a really big deal and we're not done with the current shock. And yep. now you want to add a new one?
0: Mm-hmm. Also because laws take a while to catch oh, up yeah. to technology and because technolo- technology is exponentially increased. And increasing.
1: not just laws, but like human behavior and like our response and like our, like figuring out the sort of norms and taboos. Because I feel like we're starting to get a little bit better a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, which is great. Like there, that's very much different. Like even like getting worse slower is good.
0: <laughs> that means that you're reaching in yeah. an equilibrium. A little, maybe you will go we're back. Getting down. there. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Do you ever feel like your brain is getting in its own way? Like you know what you should do or what's good for you, but you just can't seem to do it, therapy helps you figure out what's holding you back. so You can now work for yourself instead of against yourself. As I'm sure many of you know, I've been a huge advocate of therapy since I started going about six years ago. It's helped me in almost every facet of my life, whether dealing with anxiety or depression, or just the day-to-day struggles of being human, therapy has been a guiding light for me. So, If you've been thinking about starting therapy, BetterHelp might be perfect for you. It's 100% online, and it's designed to work around your schedule. All you have to do fill out a brief questionnaire, and you'll be matched with a certified and licensed therapist. Plus, you can switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Give BetterHelp a try. Visit betterhelp.com Padilla today to get 10% off your first month. That's h slash Padilla. Now back to the world of Hank Green. I mean, you've, you've been doing so many different things and, and it's kind of in the the zeitgeist now that YouTubers are starting to retire, you know, with the news about MatPat Uh and whatnot, and people are like, anyone over the age of 25 probably thinking about retiring. Yeah, Do you feel like you are, on that path, or do you feel like you were just so creatively excited about so many different things that you wouldn't even be able to necessarily say that you're retiring?
1: For me, I think that if I said I was retiring, there'd be like a like people in my community, like in my audience, would have a bunch of separate thoughts that would be like, which which thing? And like the biggest, like like are we not gonna make Vlogbrothers anymore? Which we've been doing for 18 years, and there's been a video like at least once a week on that channel for that whole time. You know, that that's the biggest question in my head, is like at some point, we will stop, you know, because totally. at some point we will be dead. So, like, there's, there's a time <laughs> where we stop. Like, there's, like, we're like, I know that. Bro, there's... don't
0: remind me of our mortality at a time like this. Again. Well, don't remind me of your mortality. Yeah. How I'm like... B-.
1: Eventually, I will die. Okay. And it will be soup, and I'll. Uh, it will be gross. I'll probably. You'll sh- turn into soup. Yeah, you won't be found soup. for six days, <laughs> <laughs> six weeks. So, so like the, the idea of like stopping that is like yeah. that's the most present thought in my mind. Whereas like stepping mm-hmm. back from Complexly, and like having it go off, or like not hosting SciShow for a while, like those are all like jobs I have, but they're not like the thing I do. You're going to have to start to pick yeah. and choose yeah. what you do-do. Yeah. Be- yeah. Because. I often don't get to choose what I do-do, unfortunately.
0: Or when you do-do. Yeah. Or how long the do-do
1: is. <laughs> or how long you do-do. It's true. I, 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 like, you, it's so hard to control how long you do-do. Yeah.
0: Are we making inside references that no one's gonna get? I don't think Unless so. They were I think there. everybody. <laughs>
1: I think everybody's here. I think <laughs> if, they come along on the, the path. Com,
0: with us. If they're at the comedy show. They know what <laughs> If they've seen your show, they know what you're talking about. <laughs> but it is an interesting thing about success is that is
1: that failure is an end, and success is a, is just like a thing that keeps happening until failure happens. So like success isn't like a isn't like a a, a end state, whereas failure is. So, like, successes can oftentimes be like, oh, this thing is succeeding. And so now we have to do it until we decide to stop.
0: Mm. And making the decision to stop can be very hard. So, that is almost the, in a weird sense, Burden of success. It is the yes. idea that now I have to choose when to stop. Yeah, you, you it's sub- easy suddenly to have somebody it.
1: said I think last night uh, in a conversation with me they used the word optionality. Like I have a lot of optionality now, which I've never had before. And I was like, mm. that's very Silicon Valley of you. I don't that know. Word that doesn't need to know, exist. I don't know exactly what that means, but it doesn't but it, it sounds that. like the kind of thing that people in Silicon Valley say. Thank but, you for, by the way, choosing with your optionality to do this. Oh, with me, you. but also with all the other people because I love the show. Really? Yeah. I I. Thank you. It's I learned so, so much. It's I so hard. So hard for me I to... love YouTubers. I love creators. Yeah, it's so good. Well, I appreciate that. He's what's, also what's very that? handsome. It's kind of <laughs> weird to be in the room with him. Like you think he's
0: cute in two dimensions. Hank, Hank don't make us get three D cameras in here. Those are very expensive. <laughs> You mentioned to me that you uh, you have a way to earn people college credit. Now. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: We started like look at like what the what the like problems that people who are going into education like their higher education journeys are facing, and it's like it's confusing. There's a lot of information that not everybody has access to, and uh, especially people who are maybe first generation students. Like it's easy to make mistakes that turn out to be expensive mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also like you have to choose whether to do it or not, and like sometimes the sales pitches that colleges or schools will do is aren't like, I don't think that they're particular, like they're as honest as maybe they should be. And then there's just like the cost, like there's a real cost barrier to education. And so we were looking at like, okay, we're not gonna fix this problem. We're not gonna revolutionize anything, but like what do, how do we like incrementally look at this? And so we created with Arizona State University and YouTube worked together. We were like, let's look at these problems and like incremental solution. Let's just make it easier to get sort of like base like, like some early credits that you're gonna need for a lot
0: of different majors. It's like the general education yeah. course. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: The idea is uh, study hall, which is at gostudyhall.com. Uh, I don't know if that camera's even working.
0: That's the camera's not on.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was for the intro. <laughs> Talk to that one there. Okay. Say, yeah. say it again right there. Uh-huh. I, thought there may, I, mean, I thought I maybe had a second angle. There's Come no on. red light there. So study hall, which is at gostudyhall.com.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Basically, you can watch YouTube videos. They're free for anybody. You can watch it at the Study Hall YouTube channel. You can also enter into a cohort. They like start at certain times. So like you, you sign up and then you're in the, in the group of people that are taking this course. That's 25 bucks. And then at the end of that process, if you think you learned uh, it well and you got a good grade in the class that you took and you want to get transferable college credit that you can use at hundreds of universities in the US, you can pay for it and it's like a third it's like two-thirds of the cost of the really? what you usually pay it's four hundred dollars for the
0: credits so you give them a little taste test to yeah decide. and it's a like sampler.
1: yeah and and also like it takes
0: the risk out
1: of yeah sort of d- dipping your toe in to like going back to school or that probably is one of the
0: bigger aside from the cost of course that is probably one of the bigger reasons that people don't yeah for sure dive in because you got to go all in a lot of times you do. Yeah. yeah you've just introduced so many new ways for people to do so many new things and, and learn so many new things and you know you've done it with with educational things you've done it now with this deep vulnerable look at you and your experience with cancer and I just I just have to say I think that you're changing so many people's lives in such a positive Thanks. way even if you don't get the chance to, to sit down and really acknowledge that if I'm, if, even if I'm not around to be here. <laughs> Because of death. Okay, so that's why you're recording this forever, right? <laughs> this is why the yeah. content that you make lives on the internet digitally forever. Yeah, yeah, and they'll
1: do the AI thing, yeah. and I'll live inside of a computer. Yeah. It won't really be me, but it'll still make videos. Yeah,
0: we were thinking about having you come out, just do a quick 360 turn, <laughs> and we say, got it, good to go, we'll fill in the rest. We got, we
1: got plenty of audio. Plenty is, of
0: audio. You can definitely clone me. Yeah, the AI yeah. will write it, and you'll yeah. be good. So." What is next? Do you think that you'll, you'll continue? Like, do you have this drive to just continuously provide people with new services that yeah. benefit humanity in this <laughs> I way? I
1: don't know what the, like, the feeling of obligation is. Like, I do feel it though. I feel like, I don't know if it's like the Spider-Man thing, you know, I feel like I have some power. Feel like there's responsibility that comes with that mm-hmm. and and sometimes i feel that weight really heavily and i need people in my life to like talk
0: me out of it to some extent so <laughs> Just, like you'll, you'll be like too caught up in i need to do something positive yeah.
1: or yeah yeah and and like like i have often considered my myself to be like a shared resource like it's not mine it's mm. it's for and like i think that that's healthy to some extent like we all have that like we have people who depend on us we want to share our like we want to support people when they need support
0: the only way to support others though is if you have that foundation
1: right and i i feel like i do sometimes and i don't sometimes like i think it is a real problem for me where i Mm -hmm. like there have been times in my life where i'm like i'm sort of floating around not at all focused on uh what's good for me and so i've been trying to deal with that but uh the thing, like things that really excite me, are often things I haven't done before. Mm-hmm. So the comedy is a part of that. I've never written a nonfiction book, and I ra- make a huge amount of nonfiction content. Obviously, like, I mostly make content about like real things mm-hmm. and science stuff. And uh, but I've never done that in a in a in like a long form text format. I'm very interested in that. I'm very interested in is there a way? Now that I've told the cancer story through a stand-up, yeah, is there a way to tell it in a in in maybe a book form where also I get into like some of the science of cancer mm. and cancer treatment? That would hopefully, and also maybe a little bit of like, yeah, uh, what what do you, what can you expect? Uh, so like just helpful thing
0: for people who have cancer or who have mm. friends who do. I think it's interesting that you think of yourself as a shared resource. Let's unpack that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I really do I like I I even uh, yeah I th- like that it's not that I think it can be healthy like we're we're not here forever right so like we get we like have like a moment of being part of humanity and like what are we gonna do with that moment and like everybody like nobody changes the world by themselves no one doesn't change it at all and so like what are we doing so to we're get like the ants. So, like we're, I mean we are like the ants. It is very much, I'm a little bit, like I think that humanity has like an illusion, like like, that you could easily ascribe consciousness. Like if you looked at humanity, you might be like, that is a conscious organism, like made up of lots
0: of individuals. Mm -hmm. You feel like that was more of a reminder that we are all connected in that way? It's,
1: yeah, and also not just in the moment, but over the the span, the span of humanity or the span of life uh, is very, it's a very weird thing to be a part of. Like we think we're so normal, because like we're around us all day we're so weird
0: i mean besides this and then besides that's part of it
1: yeah that's part like the like the weird wet flapping that we do to talk is also definitely weird Mm -hmm. but the but like i don't know like as far as we know there's no other part of the universe that looks at itself and it's like that's universe you know right yeah um and i am not on drugs
0: this is this is just this angry is thoughts. yeah this is just cancer yeah that's <laughs> is is the cancer what, what made you start thinking about like i mean really I certainly thought
1: about it but i hadn't uh I hadn't been as in touch with it you know the mortality kind of like not just the mortality but like the the like that that uh we're just because you and me are only here for a little bit doesn't mean that we're not part of a broader continuum that has mm. that's going to be around for a lot longer and has been around for a lot longer than any individual
0: yeah it's scary and i think a lot of people do hope that they make a lasting impact and and that's yeah. that's what they're their their really like their main life goal is like yeah. i want to do something that changes the world yeah but in a sense every single person regardless of what you do or don't do yeah you are changing the world in some way just Absol- because you affect one yeah. small piece of the giant puzzle.
1: And and like what it, what drives it? Cuz I'm so interested not just in, in accomplishment but in fuels. Like so like I I think accomplishment is great. I think that like achievement like doing things that I, like affect and like improve people uh and the world is like, you know, so cool to be like that's a, human story it's amazing all the things that we have done so far and that it works and i feel like it's going to keep working i think that there's some like self-correction mechanism that keeps it working just like life Mm -hmm. has that like that whatever we are i don't like we're different from just life in some way uh and
0: the consciousness aspect yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah. and then the dual like the shared like you have one and i have one and like what is this thing between us although ants the pheromones in the air. They, they do know. the same. I, I was just thinking like uh, like ants have pheromones and that that's how they control each other. You can other. almost like, see it do, we, as a, uh, we a connection in the air, but we have this connection here too, even the,
0: the vibrations in the, the air. We have the air vibrations, we've got the love, we've got the like care. I think we've there's got unspoken stuff. feeling
1: that we feel there too. There might be some smell too.
0: I'm sure we, yeah, I, I can't pick up on it. But it might be there. What the <laughs> fuck? Oh, it's there. <laughs> no,
1: no, it's there. We, we
0: are all connected in some way. Yeah,
1: for sure. Like, there's something that binds it all together. And it's, mm-hmm. I, think that it, I think that the reason why communications technologies are so disruptive is because the thing that connects us is communication in whatever way that we do it. And I think that a lot of the fuel behind wanting to change the world is a fuel that says, I want to be immortal. And that's mm-hmm. a lie. That's a lie fuel. Whereas a true fuel is, I want to make the world better for other people.
0: Is there a sense of peace that comes from the idea that it is not about accomplishing everything and uh, in this one moment with this one life with this one very yeah. short? Is there a sense of peace that comes with realizing that you are part of a much larger? I thing? bet there
1: is. If I did better a job of it, yeah. <laughs> okay, but okay. it's one thing to like, at, like, be like, I think this is true. I like, I think this is real. I think that like that like. I'm definitely an individual, but I'm definitely a part of something that's much bigger and much more important than just me. But like, to the extent that I can actually internalize it, like, right? Like, I'm like, you know, if I, you know, if cancer came back tomorrow and I like, I would not be at peace, I would be, I would like, there's so much. Yeah, I feel like it's easy to say that you're at peace in the right moment. Yeah, I, I, another friend of mine uh, who is a YouTuber who got cancer um, I, I texted him and I, I, I said, I just don't feel like I'm done yet. And he was like, nobody feels like they're done, man. And I was like, that's a good reminder. Like
0: when I die, I'm not going to feel like I'm done. Right. Whatever that is. Yeah. I think there is an idea that like, oh, when I'm this age, I'll yeah. feel like I did it. Yeah. And I'll be okay. Yeah.
1: You know, it's, that's never happening. Maybe for some people, but like, I feel like it mostly doesn't happen. I feel like people yeah. like... You know, you want to see your grandkids grow up. Mm-hmm. You want to see your great grandkids. You like want to see it. You want to mm-hmm. be there. You want to see what the future has and you want to
0: exist, you know? Mm. So that brings us to the final question of the day. Why does everything become a crab?
1: You know, it's just a good thing to be. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's a good thing to be. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's got optimal form, yeah, plenty of a- legs, low to the ground, <laughs> yeah. can move pretty quickly, uh-huh. left, right, don't need to go forward so much. It's just a, it's, it's literally just like a
1: good form. And like, they, and they're working with similar tools. So like all these things that turned into bugs are all, turned into, <laughs> turn into crabs. They're, all, not uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're not bugs.
0: They're not bugs, it. They're kind of bugs. <laughs> They're like as close to a bug as you could get without being a bug. Yeah, they're like a bug that fucked a fish. Mm. (laughs) 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 I knew it would happen. I knew the bug fish fish would would come back. I knew it would happen. (laughs) Moment you brought up crabs, I knew it would happen.